from the 50, Midweek Edition. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the From the 50 Midweek Show presented by Book It Sports. I am your host, Zach Sook, alongside TJ Weber, alongside Nick Tolley on the ones and twos, and alongside Nick Yale out in Reno. Sorry, I fucked you up, TJ, didn't I? Huh. Doing it all backwards. Uh, Tolly, hey, you don't introduce fine. the producer third. What are you doing? You do whatever you want, especially when it's Nick. You can make Nick yeah, last every day of the bus. week. Let Tolly be number three. It's fine. Bus. He said I, my name I first. I like that. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, but like the last couple of weeks, I've already been struggling with the with the the dose nicks on the podcast because yeah. I'll try to like say I'll try to like get Yale's input on something or Tolly's input on something, and it, and then I'll say Nick, and I'm like they don't know who I'm talking about. That's why so I from say Tolly all the time. I got Nick, to yeah, Nick Yale is Nick Tolly. You unfortunately have to just be Tolly, just uh, for the podcast, but I'm you are Tolly on the podcast. Maybe you should just do that on, on social media too, Tolly. Just like not at Nick Tolly, <laughs> just at Tolly. <laughs> at Tolly, all caps. Yeah, I think that actually would be would be I, even better. But that's up to you. I it's your Twitter it's account. Taken. Is it really? He's like, I tried. Are we sure? <laughs> at Tolly is taken? Really? T-O-L-L-E. Tolly Trolley. Oh, tally, yeah. Tally. I mean, I probably couldn't get just Zook. I bet I doubt Nick could even get his last name, and I feel like that's pretty uncommon. Yeah, why is it always these fucking people that have the ones you want, and they haven't tweeted since 2013? This guy from Sweden has it. What the fuck? Jens Tolfsson is his name. Nick, you should do some sleuthing and track him down and see if you could get his... uh... Get his at handle. Yeah, you could pay him. Hey, give me that at, bro. I got some. I got How some book it coin. For five bucks, ten bucks. Usually, those guys want a couple hundred grand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he realizes he's got something you want, worthless to him. But sorry, Tolly, you're gonna keep Nick Tolly. We don't have that kind of money. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna try to change his name. Then I'm gonna take Nick Tolly from him. Just make a burner account. So then Nick takes it. So then Tolly has to buy it from Nick. <laughs> <laughs> never my original um twitter handle at baseball town is a now a burner account for the fake nick y'all yeah nick dude Yale. my uh old aim screen name like you know you had to have a uh an email associated with it that oh, yeah. became my burner email whenever i had to like whenever i have to give in fact i just used it for discord actually so whenever i have to sign up for anything i think they might email me some shit I just use that one. Does anybody have uh, remember their old Hotmail email address, like the first one you used? No, no one ever had, had Hotmail. Are you serious? Oh, I had crazy. Literally, stuff. literally, no one has ever had Hotmail. Get the fuck out of here! Everybody did. I had, I had. You're, you're, all three of us said we don't have. It, I had so. cra- yeah, no, crazy, never a Hotmail. Crazy sports dude twenty four at hotmail.com. That was my <laughs> my Hotmail. Sports dude. Yeah, Sick, I was greenzman at aim.com. And now I'm Z Cougars 39 at Yahoo. Those Z are my two Cougs. <laughs> yeah. Z Cougs. I remember my first time. football team and then my number that year. I invited Zook to, to the uh, website so he could start writing. And he goes, oh, send it to Z Cougars 93. I'm like, <laughs> the fuck kind of website you on? Like <laughs> that must have been before I created my Gmail and become an adult. I was like, yeah, just send it to Z Cougars 39. <laughs> Stepdad, fuck oh, stepdaughter, oh, featuring Z-Coons. Oh, sorry, that's my username on, that, that on fucking went, chat that room, roulette. Yeah, so funny. Z-Cougar69. You know, speaking of bodily functions, though, that brings me into the lead of the show. We had a poop controversy last night. 
Did you guys see that? Yeah, he was, said see, he allegedly he, said he, had, he allegedly said he wasn't shitting. That's what he says. Yeah. He says he had. That's cramp. exactly what you would want people to think if you were shitting. Yeah, he was taking a thumper dumper. I tell you what, he looked light <laughs> after coming back out and, and yeah, he leading, sure did. Dropping well. pounds in the locker room. Whoop. Yeah. Played well. He was I, slipping and slipping and sliding all around in the first half. Get the cleat change and takes the shit and out there and boom, zips him to the lead. I was telling Tally this yesterday. I said, you know how many times it's probably happened in the history of not just the NFL, but sports, but like it's always swept under the rug. But when you're a quarterback, like you're supposed to be out there and like you're like, bro, I got to take a shit. Like, what are you supposed to do? I'm sure that's happened a ton. We just somehow it's like always hidden. But when it's like the superstar player, like you can't let that happen. Now with social no. media, like you're gonna be a meme forever. I think you gotta take care of business at halftime. Come on. Lamar. Well, I mean, like you guys all played sports growing up. Like, it, didn't you feel like if you kind of had to pee before like the game, it would kind of go away once you like would start yeah. getting going. Yeah. But I always found like if I was riding the pine, that's when it was an issue. Yep. And then you don't want to be because the guy to be like, there yeah, having to piss. Like, coach, I gotta go. I gotta go pee real quick. Like second quarter. Right, they like, say run, run in the woods, run behind a barn. Do you guys want to hear about the time I peed my pants in like American Junior League baseball and when I was like seven? <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> absolutely. I think we have so, to. <laughs> so this is like the first year of kid pitch. This is American Legion. So I got. I mean, and I'm like, I was like still scared of the ball. I mean, we're like six, seven years old. And this kid, he's so wild, but he threw pretty hard, especially for that age. I mean, he probably was humming it like 45 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. So he, he, he beans me, of course. And I have this big old welt on my shin. And I'm like, I'm, I walk it off to first base. And I had to pee like in the on deck circle. It just like kind of, <laughs> it kind of hit me. I was like, oh my God, I got to piss. And I, I was like, hey, coach, like, can I go go to the bathroom? And he was like, dude, you're you're about to be up. It, it got to like a 2-0 count. I literally was like, dude, I got I gotta pee. Like I got I stepped out of the box and went down to the third base coach. And then he was like, buddy, you gotta, you just gotta play. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and so, of course, I get hit. Then I'm on first, and it's just it's one of those like miserable like young kids playing baseball games. I don't know if you've gone to them like for cousins or younger brothers or whatever, where it's just a walk fest. Yeah, like yeah. four pitches, take your base. Five pitches, take your first base. Year so kid I get pitch, walked yeah. around the bases until I score. <laughs> I think I pissed my pants about second base because it was so slow. I just got it all down my pants and it was it was bad <laughs> so it was what, bad so what you peed yourself and you had like a like a puddle down there that you had to uh, continue to walk around third and home so. well luckily like you know like you're able to retain some of it like it's not like like a drunk pee your pants where it just all comes out like i mean my, my pants were sufficiently soiled but it's not like i was yeah making <laughs> making a puddle at second base <laughs> Oh, we got a lot of clips here, boys. We got a lot of clips. I think I think you should just drop your pants at the second base bag and just whip it out and 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 just take a whiz. You know, you're young enough where where it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, nobody would have cared. It probably would have been, like, been, like, been the I'm biggest waiting. biggest entertainment for the parents that game. Honestly, those I'm sure are just miserable to endure. I think it's a power move. Like you pee yourself. Like who's gonna want to tag the guy that peed himself? Like honestly, That's right. like you'd be like, come on, go well, ahead, like, just fucking score. And so I'm like embarrassed, like near tears, <laughs> and my my parents and were trying to cheer me up like yeah they made that same joke yeah. like, whip, whip, the, whip the dick out like, well, nobody wants man. to ta- well nobody wants oh. to tag you 
<laughs> no one wants to tag you. I remember that yourself. clear as day. It was reeks of urine. That's why they always like the, the funny stories about how like the naked guy like running from the cops. How he wasn't caught for like hours. Like who wants to fucking tackle a naked guy? You know what I mean? It's like, like <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, that's a little kid that peed himself. Oh, fucking just go score. I'm not gonna tag you. Go right. Yeah. So so my thing yeah, is like, like you you had to sit there and like was everybody like, laughing at you on the bases because that's just terrible. Just why didn't you get pitched on for? I don't think anybody really knew what was going on. Like we were all so young. Like yeah. I think everybody knew I had to pee. Timmy already did I in the second I inning. Myself. Yeah, I knew I pissed myself, and I think most of the adults there knew I pissed myself, but I don't think anybody else really knew I peed my pants. <laughs> That's amazing. Until I got back to the dugout, obviously. Then yeah. all my teammates probably smelled it. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a guy before, one of my teammates, so he hit a double, and he called timeout, and he just we had three fields at our Little League like complex. He was on second base, he hit a double, and he just goes... And just sprints past all three fields, and he had to take a shit so bad. He <laughs> called timeout and just sprints. He didn't tell anybody where he was going. We just see him. We see him on the far field, just like doing one of these, running as hard as he can, and like throws the bathroom door open and slams it. Like, oh, okay. It's like, what is he doing? Did they did they have to pinch run for him, or did he? I, just, did they let him. I do think his we business. all sat there in confusion for a few minutes, and then he came back. I'm like, all right, that was the wildest thing. Like, he just took off. Like, where is he going? And it's just like seeing him farther and farther away. <laughs> Poor yeah, guy. And you gotta yeah, go. You gotta go. Yeah. There's something that's more important than Little League Baseball sometimes. Like, I don't want to piss or shit myself right in front of all these people. Like, yeah, like I did. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that's just dedication to the game, if anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a promising young prospect. <laughs> A plus what? in that box. What yeah, happened? What's the twenty to eighty scale? Eighty dedication. <laughs> On the scouting report in high school, I mean, he'll go to any length to stay in this game. Yeah, I mean, he's like can't hit for any power. His arm tops out at like seventy-eight miles an hour. But I tell you what, this guy's committed. If he ever has That's an accident, he'll be out there. Don't worry. <laughs> he's a he's a locker room guy. Plays through injury. You know, just just real real yeah. team team first kind of guy. Team chemistry type Did of guy. Did you see the? Do you see that Des recommitted? He's now back. Ah, he's officially of he off the COVID list. Really? I think we, think we all saw that one coming. Yep. I thought he said he was done. Oh, he's it's back. It's fucking Des. Yeah. I think we could all have predicted that he was going to come back. Trust him about like, as far as you can at, throw him. At like minus 500 that he was going to return after his tweets on the sideline. I honestly line. thought that was like the last we'll ever. If he had COVID, I bet he retired right there. If he actually had COVID, yes, I think he would have left. And yeah. like never come back. Well, speaking of that Ravens game, though, uh, aside from Poopgate, what about the uh, the spread at the end of that one, boys? Oh, my God. Oh, man. On Book so It I last just... night, there was a guy that had it. He's like, he's like, that's where that's why you buy the points up to four. Guaranteed money. And then two oh. seconds Motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> no. I think I so would I like go into a shell. Like if I had like more than a hundred grand or something, like some whale that went out there and just put a shit ton of money on it and then just lost it like that. I think I'd give up gambling. I don't think I'd gamble again. I don't know how you can. How, how do you tweet that though? But like, if you're like a gambler and if you're on book it sports, I take it. It's not your first time. Like, how do you tweet that? Or, or what, what, what is a, what is a book it status update called? Nick, let me get this right. Uh, I don't know. How do you post. post about it before the game's over? There are two I seconds left on the there's two there are two seconds left on the clock. It does not matter. It does not matter. Does not matter. What were you saying, Tally? I rudely cut you off. 
Yeah. So right before we started, I saw an article that the uh, FanDuel, I think he was the president of FanDuel, uh, talked about that. He said that it was a seven-figure swing, the Ravens scoring to cover that. Wow. That's crazy. That's massive. Crazy. Yeah. Don't you love gambling? I'm lucky we had it at two and a half on the on the panel. I mean, I got it anyway. Yeah, but yeah, I was no, even that, worried. What, like we didn't. Well, Vegas right. had to lose though, right? Because well, I'm oh, guessing yeah. the public was on the Ravens. So points yeah. bet, I guess, is the only book where they had like seventy percent of the bets on the Browns. Everyone else lost because the public was on the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. Well, there were a lot of yeah, sharps. That, that I guess crazy. on the Cleveland Browns, Nick. What's up? Were there a lot of sharps on the Browns, or was it pretty split? No, nah, it's pretty split. A lot of people went on Cleveland, and I, honestly, and then you know a lot of other people were on the Ravens. It, it was just kind of a flip flopper because it was it was it was so it was so close. It was because I think it started as Ravens and went back Cleveland, then went back to Ravens because it stayed at pretty much two and a half. I think a little bit late money came on the Ravens because it was one and a half when I got it, and then. When I got it at one and a half early in the week, I think it closed at two and a half. So some late late money came on the Ravens. Probably slightly more on the Ravens. I don't think the Sharps really had a play on that one, though. Yeah, I mean, that was a tough game. My, my betting philosophy when games like that happen is, like, when you get a franchise like the Browns who's maligned for, like, most of our adult lives, childhood, too, that's how bad they've been. But yeah, I'm not going to bet on them until they prove me wrong. Like until they win one of those games, I'm not gonna take them in those games. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know it. It's one of those games that in one of those beats that's so bad that it like ruins your week. It 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 was oh, such a close yeah. game, especially the way that they came back. You know, like so yeah. dad, I, dad couldn't be on the show tonight, but he called me earlier because of how pissed off he was. He had the Browns, and he had like not only just the Browns, he had them in a parlay. So he was going to push the three, and he's like... Did he have him with the over-under, TJ? I don't know if he had it with the over, but he... Had, no, I'm talking like a four- or five-team parlay from, like, oh, Sunday. Oh, this and, had this had gone back to Sunday. Yes. Oh, shit. And the Browns were his last leg, and he had plus three, and he was, like, fine with, with the push because if anybody knows, if you push on a parlay, they just take that pick out. So instead of a five-teamer, yeah. it goes as a four-teamer. So he went from like, all right, I'm gonna win a still a decent amount to winning zero because of yeah. that. That that is bad. Like not only winning oh. zero, but losing the initial amount wagered too. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. So. I mean, think about working Imagine your ass off took... all week and then that screws you. It's unreal. Imagine the people that, that took Baltimore alternate line minus four. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. They were like, fuck yeah, let's go. Or three and a half. If they had three and a half. Yeah. Yeah, alternate line at three and a half or four. I, I don't know. You're right though. That, like those beats at that level, they ruin days. Yeah. They ruin weeks. Like I remember last year, and TJ, you had probably one of the worst ones last year with the Cowboys. But I remember. Oh, do you remember that Seahawks Rams game? It was a prime time. I can't remember if it was Thursday or Sunday or Monday or what. But Greg Zer, it went to OT, and Greg Zerline bricked like a 38 yard field goal for the win, and they ended up losing. It was like as time expired or something like that. And it, it swung it swung the uh, the the pick and I lost on it. And I was just like, you got to be fucking shitting me. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it hurts you because you, they just stick with you. You know, like even even a fantasy loss like I had, where the only thing with three seconds left on a Monday night football game, Daniel Jones, I I just can't have the Dallas Dallas defense do anything. He fumbles. 
Okay, great. Just tackle the guy. He runs for six. <laughs> yeah, just tackle There's him. no time left. It's the last play of the entire fucking week. I'm up by five points. I lost. <laughs> I You can't make that shit up. That is fucking unbelievable. Now, if, if you're on yeah. the other side, you love gambling. All you want to do is gamble every day. Because you're like, oh, my God, the gods are on my side. How the fuck did that just happen? That's like when uh, Tali and I were at, We didn't actually have any money on this game, but we had them in the picks. And uh, when Parky missed that PAT earlier oh, this yeah. year, Tali and I were both just like looked at each other like, yeah. Oh, my God. It's insane. Dude, that was that was unbelievable. I, I and, kinda... and he, The thing is, is we talked about it right before he kicked it, too. We're like, we, he might miss this. Well, I, I saw the <laughs> touchdown, and I was like, I was like, well, fuck, there goes that bet. Uh, and then I look in the in the group chat and like Co- Parky missed the field goal. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> oh, so bad. Let's I, I, go. The only reason I thought we had hope too was because as soon as the Browns scored that, I was like, "Oh, they have Parky's their kicker. Like this is not a lock." The old double doinker yeah, himself. Enough. Yeah, he could he yeah, could sure screw enough. this up. We wouldn't we even screwed though if, if Parky misses that because then we only got we got the down by one and we're gonna get screwed on me a field and, goal. Me and Big Web wouldn't have. Me and Big Web were on the other side. I was like, "Oh, perfect, extra point. We're gonna hit it." Wide left. Ding. <laughs> Fucking that's, stupid. That's all right. Yeah. You got your Detroit one. Yeah, you did. Okay, that, that was killer. T- Todd Gurley scores, and then I go, "Here comes Matty Ice. Here he comes, right down the field, baby." <laughs> God, he's yeah, gonna look good in another big uniform web got next the year. Bullshit, fucking Miami won this this week too. That was horseshit. Yeah, I was gonna that say was I, I'm the loser yeah. this week, so I got we got come up with a good punishment. I'll text the group chat and we'll come up with a. With I a was good thinking one. Um, next year we either do we put them all in a hat and like so pre. I like that. Like, we all put them in a hat, or we do uh, wheel of death. Where we put them all on a, on a big spinner and you spin. That would yeah. be actually one, more fun. The wheel of whatever punishment. One you la- yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, whatever one you land on, even if there's like doubles and stuff like that, you can you can always like take one off and then. And then yeah, because spin. like let's say you get the beans one week, the beans stay on there. So if you yeah. hated doing the beans and you get yeah. it again, you got to do but it. If we did, <laughs> if we did the hat, we could come up with like sixteen or seventeen punishments, and then and then pull one out of the hat. So you knew like your chances of getting whatever one like i could if i'm remote every week i we, i just take out the one that gets done and then add them back into the hat so we just have like like pick out of the hat and then that's the that's your punishment for the week so that's the thing is we would have to have like punishments you can do directly at the same time you know what i mean because we've had mm-hmm. ideas of doing recording well things. we we could we could pick on the midweek show yeah. we could pick punishment on the midweek show for the next oh yeah that's a good Sunday. idea that's so good it's idea. like if it's a. Uh, if it's like a live one, okay, you just do it live. But if it's like something you have to pre-record, then you at least have like pretty much a whole week to get it done. You have a couple of days, yeah. Yeah, to fulfill it and then edit the video or whatever and, and push it out there like that way. So I have I have a punishment we could do. Since Zook and I, I didn't do mine last week since we didn't oh, have yeah, an idea. Oh, yeah, you do have to do it. We yeah. can do double punishment. We could do it. I think we should sing like a Grease duet or something embarrassing like that because then it's content. You guys can clip and play whenever you want. And it's easy I'd to do. I'd be okay with that. Okay, let's do that. You can, we got to do something, though, TJ, that I know the words to. I don't know if I know Grease. Do you know? Yeah, you get karaoke. Uh, just, just karaoke style it. Summer Lovin'? <laughs> maybe, yeah. that's, maybe that'd make it more funny. We could we could pull it up on uh, on on the screen. We could put it up on YouTube. All right, no, I can't do it. We, I'm not going to be on the show this TJ, week. TJ, we got to do something that's like really like a really like hard, challenging song. Yeah. With a high note. Like, like really high pitch, like... TJ, you could oh, have yeah, to go not, down not, Black yeah, Diamond not, this week. You're not going to be on the show this week. Yeah, oh, fuck. Wait, what is it? You have to go down a Black Diamond. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know what that means. 
like skiing, you have to go down a black slope. diamond as your punishment. Oh, is that like the top level or something? Yeah. Oh. The, oh, Jesus. black diamond. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to die for a weak punishment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really up in the air. You get last, you die. Okay. Well, that was that was a little aggressive. It's like if in he uh, dies, he dies. It's like in Johnny Tsunami. Uh, Johnny Tsunami when they go and and ride down the mountain and it's like the scary mountain on the on the very last very last challenge. What the hell's the Johnny Tsunami? What is that? You never seen Johnny Tsunami? No. I, I I'll defend TJ on this one. I won't defend TJ on the Black Diamond, but I will defend TJ on Johnny Tsunami. I have no idea who that. Oh, is that a D- you, Disney Channel thing or something? Dude, you guys have net. No, you have ever watched Johnny Tsunami? No. Holy no. shit. I, I know what it is. Oh, never man. It. You got to watch Johnny Tsunami. I was a Nickelodeon kid, Nick. You got to watch Johnny Tsunami. It's a classic. What's not Johnny a classic Tsunami? if 3% of the audience knows what it is? Yes, it is. DCOM. Did you not watch Disney Channel original movies? It was a DCOM. It's not Come a on, classic. Man. The word classic should not, be, should not be used when talking about Johnny it's Tsunami. DCOM. It's a classic. There are it's a lot a of things you could say that are classic. Johnny Tsunami is not one of them. When it comes to decoms, Johnny Tsunami is a classic. So none the, of the anyway, I'm none not. Of them are good, but I'm not going to be on the show this week. So I just yeah. So I'll have that. to come up with one. Yeah. Well, there's a chance I'll be on. I'll be in Tahoe. Um, hashtag blessed. So I'll either have to do recorded video or I might find some time. But I'll probably be out on the slopes ripping it up. So nice. uh, probably will just be you three and Big Web on uh, on. And Sunday. I'll do I'll do my punishment. We'll we'll come up with something really really embarrassing or uh, something that causes me bodily harm. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> something that causes me bodily harm. You know? I feel like it's one of three things: like embarrassment, physical harm, or eating something fucking gross. Like that's basically. <laughs> The triangle of punishment. <laughs> Nick, are you going to be in town for Super Bowl this year? No. Okay. I was just thinking of something we could do. I, I liked when we streamed, uh, you know, Blitz Blitz or whatever last time. Just something like that. Do some kind of Madden what, what tournament. We, we remember oh, you, and, yeah, you guys played the GameCube yeah. uh, Blitz or yeah. whatever. It was fun. That, that was, was fun. That I dominated fun. in Blitz, by the way. I mean, we could do we could do Madden. I have what about have what about Madden. this? Because like I think at the moment, Tali and I have that Sunday off. It's, it, if you guys have the entire day, I'd love to do like a full like day stream leading up to the game. Like as far as like like almost like a telethon type be sweet. fun thing where we go from like doing the show to like that we take a break, then we like play video like McMadden or whatever. Then we we can do all kinds of different shit. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Okay. I'm down. Maybe we could film us playing football like when Nick's back in town, like a two-on-two, and then stream it like during there that you little go. thing. <laughs> that would be money content right yeah. there. Like when I go up and just moss Sook, that'd be great. Here's the, here's the thing, though. I, Big Web has to be part of that game. Oh, yeah. He will. So that's my one stipulation. So if what Big Web he, does not play, I do not play. He would have to be... All-time, all-time quarterback, but he his shoulder's yeah. gone. His shoulder's popped out like four that's times. That's the best part. I mean, throw you're going to have to run a three-yard hitch it. route. That's it. Or didn't yeah. Big Web say he was a DB? I want to see him just lay the wood to somebody on a crossing route. He was. He got a scholarship offer, and he goes, nope, I'm going to play at Mizzou. And he walked on to Mizzou and tried, and first practice, he goes, yep, I'm out. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, he was, he was a good DB. I don't think I ever knew that. Viani, he was a really good DB, though, for uh, three years, Varsity. Two years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Hard ass. Oh, Big Web. Old Big Web. Yep. So, 
anyway, I think that'd be fun. I I think if we're all off on Super Bowl, we should do like a full day of, you know, prep. And, well, I mean, Sunday, we got to all be off. Well, not not necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> Last year, we had to do a, a gymnastics meet. So that was good. Yeah. Let's yeah. not count our chickens before they hatch. Yeah. Especially right. with the COVID scheduling of athletic events. Yep. Really looking forward to it. Well, we'll see. But uh, as far as the NFL NFL season goes, guys, um, I didn't have a ton of take like surprising takeaways. Jalen Hurts gets his first win. I did pick Philly as my dog, so I guess I wasn't personally that shocked. I was shocked that they won. I wasn't shocked that it was competitive, though. New Orleans on the road with Taysom. You guys know I hate Taysom Hill's guts, so uh, I don't have much respect for him. I think that he stinks. What do you think that New Orleans is going to do? Do you think that they continue to roll him out until Breeze gets back? Does this quell some of the Taysom Hill franchise quarterback rumors? What do you think about Jalen Hurts and, and the Philadelphia Eagles? What do they do with, with Wentz if he continues to win out down the stretch? So I think they'll still ahead, give the chance to Carson Wentz. I mean, not the not a chance, but like open quarterback competition, even after this year, was pretty impressed with Jalen and what he was able to do and getting his first win there in Philadelphia as, as a rookie. And do, again, doing it against the Saints defense, that's one of the best defenses in the league, I think definitely yeah. gives you a point in Jalen's corner, uh, certainly. But, um, yeah, I think as far as um, as far as far Breeze goes and Taysom, I, I mean, Taysom certainly is not a franchise quarterback, never thought he was. He's only – to me, he's no, he's no more than a gadget guy. Uh, I don't think he can play quarterback in this league as a – prototypical quarterback and lead him out week to week. He's just a quarterback got, period. Yeah, I totally he, agree with you. He's certainly gotten by with some victories so far this season, but I think that's more put on the defense than it was on, on Taysom and, and the offense. So uh, I think they can't wait to get breeze back. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to squeak Jameis in there at least a little bit, but I, I don't know why you wouldn't at least give him a shot, especially after you lose to the fucking Eagles. Now it seems like, okay, you're in jeopardy of losing that top seed in the NFC, depending on how the Packers do. So I think I would, if I were, if I was Sean Payton, I would, I would work, start working Jameis Winston in at, at quarterback, at least a little bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. I mean, the thing is, it's almost too late to put Jameis in, you know, if you were going to take that risk with Taysom, you had to be able to kind of let him start until Breeze is back. So now you're at a situation where you could throw Jameis in. You're still fighting for one of the top seeds in the NFC. You're still fighting, you know, to, to you know edge out the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFC South too. So this these are big games. Like the Saints are definitely in the playoffs, but as far as seeding, there's a lot still at risk. So if Drew's not fully back in in two weeks or so, and it sounds like he is not going to be really until the playoffs. Um, you know, I don't think it's I don't think it's really the right idea to go after Jameis and make him the starter when you should have done it a few weeks ago. I mean, Hill's been fine, but he hasn't been good. They're not they're not at their best unless Drew Brees is a quarterback. That's just obvious, at least to me. So you have to be willing to take that risk. But I, I think Sean Payton like is at a point where it's too late. You can't put Jameis in if you want to, great, whatever, but you're gonna wait until what well, we got week fifteen coming up to to have to go through with that and see if he can bounce back and because also you like when you make the decision to put hill in there that confidence level goes way down if you're Jameis you know so I don't really know what the right move is I do think they're going to keep hill in there and they should because without Drew Brees I guess since you've had him in there it's the right choice but 
the Saints for being one of the top seeds in the uh, NFC coming up. It just it's kind of scary that they're just unpredictable. They're really not the same team unless Drew Brees, if Brees is playing well, it's the top of his game. That just tells you what's been going on this season. No one can really be trusted except like Kansas City probably, and that's about it. Maybe Seattle, that's about it. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, what do you guys think of uh, the quarterback situation? I guess, uh, Nick, you already kind of touched on it in Philly. I, I, I kind of agree. I think they're going to play him down the stretch here. Hurts. Um, and then I think next year it's basically going to be a quarterback competition. I still don't think that there's any realistic shot Jalen Hurts wins the job in the quarterback competition. But I think that the the leash gets tighter around Carson. Here's the problem for the Eagles is how are you going to fix the personnel issue that you have? Because, yeah, Jalen Hurts has done all right because he just runs all over the place. And they did call a more balanced game. I think they were trying to protect Jalen. And that actually forced them to call a better football game rather than when they have Carson in there. They don't really attempt to run ever. I mean, they, they have not really used Miles Sanders or any of their backs this year. And that more balanced attack worked against the Saints. I just don't know what's going to change next year because they're going to have largely the same roster. You're going to be counting on Jalen Rager and the same bunch of guys that you've drafted that haven't really done anything. And the 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 best parts about your Super Bowl win are another year older. Like, how much longer is Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham going to continue to be good players? Even Rodney McLeod, who they signed from the Rams on that Super Bowl team. Malcolm Jenkins is already gone. Jalen Mills is like, eh, I don't know about that one. Like, they are in a world of trouble, I think. So I I I, what do you guys think about the about that Eagles quarterback situation? Would they look to trade Carson in the offseason? Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're in a situation similar to the New England Patriots where a lot of their defensive unit is getting a little bit older, and that's probably where their, you know, wh- where their uh, plus side of their team lies. But, I mean, they, they do have a lot of good offensive weapons that, that they still will have. I think Jalen, to me, really good game against the Saints, but how are they going to be able to game plan moving forward? Like you said, they don't really change their game plan a whole lot, and that's what successful teams are able to do is – is game plan for a team, and then once they showcase some offensive packages, teams game plan for that, and then they switch it up the next week for, and try to do something different. I don't. How are they going to do that? But for with Jalen Hurts, because Jalen Hurts isn't Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts isn't Tua Tagovailoa. He is that they want him to be that, but he's just not. And um, certainly, we've only seen one game, and that's going to be interesting to see how they how they expand upon that. But to me. If Jalen finished out the year strong, I, I think he has a shot to take over that QB1 position next year. And Carson, to me, again, if they can move his contract, just seems like it would be, a, you know, Philly loves him. He loves Philly. But it seems like it would be best for both parties to just move on, give him a change of scenery, and and commit to Jalen, depending on how he finishes the season. See, I kind of agree with what Nick said about if he plays well, then he should get the starting job next year. They got three games left. He already beat the Saints. You know, he didn't play amazing, but he played good enough to beat them. They got three games left, Cardinals, Cowboys, and Washington football team. I think they got two out of three wins right there. Um, You know, you expect them to lose the Cardinals, but the Cardinals are always wishy-washy. I do think they have a great chance against the Cowboys and uh, Washington. So you're talking two to three wins if they can get it done. You finish the season winning three out of four or four straight, 
I think that Jalen Hurts has to be in the conversation. And, and plus, they're still in it right now for the NFC East, I believe. I mean, there's still a couple games back. They're game back. Yeah, game back. So imagine if you they're, make a run. They're right there. And then the last week of the season, they beat Washington to clinch. And then all of a sudden, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles are in the playoffs. Uh, you know, it, it can happen. Like, as much as they've sucked, they're in the worst division in football. And you got a chance that to make New the playoffs. That New York Giants... That New York Giants loss really helped pretty much everybody. I mean, Washington now the division leader. I still think it's Washington's team to uh, or Washington's division to lose. I, I I got them at plus money last week before before their win. Um, and just the way that Washington's played, and depending on what what Alex Smith's status is for this week, uh, it's it's Washington's uh, division to lose. Their their defense has looked absolutely fantastic this year. And time and time and time again, they've they've come out and shown up. Their offense isn't going to be good enough to get them into the playoffs, deep into the playoffs at all. But I do think that Washington's defense can carry them that division title. Yeah, I don't know. I think the one I don't disagree with anything you said, TJ. I think the pro the problem though is if Jalen does play well and you want to like give him the starting job or give him a shot to win the starting job, I get like if you're actually truly serious about having him start. Or like if you're just gonna roll into 2021 with him, I don't think you can have Carson on the team. No, I agree because with because 100 agree. Like how the but, money the money's just too crazy. His extension doesn't even kick in till next year. But how can you sit so there like, and they like have play him? him? You know what I mean? He's gotten. I think he's gotten every opportunity to show that he is the same quarterback that gotten them in the position to make the playoff run that he didn't get a chance to be a part of because of injury. They win the Super Bowl with Foles, and then he got. This is his third year after they've won to be able to prove himself and show what he can do. And it's fourth year, right? Fourth year. So, I mean, you're talking about all these opportunities and I don't care about personnel, whatever you've had similar guys that you won the Super Bowl with. And yet Carson isn't doing anything for them, barely making the playoffs. Now. I mean, in this situation, four wins this season and one of them was because of Jalen hurts. So I don't know what the right answer is, but I mean, if I'm the Eagles, I don't care. It's like, at what point do you cut your losses? Otherwise, Carson's going to be collecting a nice little paycheck and sitting behind Jalen Hurts. But I don't know how you can bench the guy and then like just just say, oh, next year it's all out the door. Let's have a little QB competition. I that just doesn't scream Philly to me. It to me, you know, if if you sit there and say Doug Peterson is on the hot seat, which I think he's gotten this much of a leash because of the Super Bowl win. Then yeah, next year he that. needs to win football games. So if he thinks Carson is going to fuck around and, and play like shit again, then he's not going to start him. And then they're going to need to trade him or, or pay him all the fucking money. Because I think there are teams yeah. out there that want Carson Wentz. I do. Yeah. Oh, I think a lot of teams would want Carson. I think they'd pay handsomely for him. I know. Like, I think if the, it, let's say, let's just say, for example, I'm running the Packers. If I knew Carson Wentz was going to be available, I wouldn't touch Jordan Love with a 10-foot pole. Yeah. I'd rather have Carson Wentz any day of the week, you know, mm -hmm. and to have him eventually replace Aaron. I think there's a lot of teams that would love to have Carson Wentz. Yeah. And because of that, I do I do think – and Jalen, I didn't think he was going to be a very good quarterback in the NFL. He's, he looked better than I thought he, he would. Uh, he brings a little something to the table, and he he's a he's, – a con he's a competent enough passer. I mean, like, well, maybe like Lamar Jackson level, like not now, but like Lamar's a rookie, maybe like he's about, I'd say that level. So, so can you be wrong enough? Like you were on the Josh Allen thing. Could you, could it be a Josh Allen situation with Jalen hurts? And all of a sudden he's like the next, uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah. The next big thing. 
<laughs> I I guess it's possible. I don't I think do, so. I do think though. I mean, if you're a team that's that's maybe in the bottom half of the uh, uh of the picks, you know, if you're a team like like New Orleans or Indianapolis, I mean, shit, trade two first rounders and get Carson Wentz. If you're a quarterback away, like that immediately makes New Orleans or Indy or Pittsburgh yeah. like a big time contender. I mean, all these teams that have these kind of washed up older quarterbacks with a lot of young weapons at receiver. And I mean, as long as you have a good O line to 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 protect them, shit, when healthy got Carson Wentz, can when, you imagine? Yeah, oh like, like when healthy, when healthy, Carson Wentz to me is a top ten, maybe higher than I that. Agree. Maybe higher than that, maybe the top seven quarterback in the league. I mean, if you can protect him and give him weapons, like he's a big dude. He's a dog. Like, and it just again, doesn't seem to be fitting in with Philly right now because they spent a first round pick pick on Jalen Rager instead of going with their offensive line. And that's the thing is like they Philly fans love Carson Wentz. You can tell. I mean, they, he's they're all over Twitter. Car like Wentz this, Wentz that. We're gonna figure it out. He's gonna figure it out. They may be okay with like moving on, but it's like they've never they'll never they don't hate that lose guy. Him. They love Carson. Yeah, they know no he's way. a talent, but there's something missing. You know, it might be him and Doug just don't work it's, out anymore. It might be the line, offensive David's line. line. It might be the, the lack of weapons. Sucks. The team sucks. So like if you, the Eagles know if they do let him go, that he's gonna fucking probably kill it somewhere else. So yeah, you better not trade him to the NFC. Right. So you got two options: you either trade him and and take the risk, and hopefully that team takes on a decent amount of his contract, or you go you two first rounders. Which well, you could do that too. Or yeah, take the money, take the hit, and just get the get the draft picks. Um, or you could try to get some people in to try to make another run if you do think he's the guy. And again. Is it weird that they're sitting him at the end of the year? Not necessarily. They're still in a playoff race, but they're four and eight. They don't want to get him hurt. They, they he's just it's yeah. not working this year, so they had to change it up. You know. So, mm-hmm. but if I had to guess, I think there's talks about moving on from him. But again, it's it's the contract situation. You're right. Yeah. At the end of the day, like I think it's all really interesting, and I don't really think I I wouldn't be I guess that surprised if at anything at this point that arises from that situation but i think at the end of the day they're probably just going to roll it back with him next year and i think yeah. he's going to be the starter and i think that jalen's going to be the backup and they'll see how it goes and i think they're probably going to suck ass again and yeah. everybody will be a year older so like I, I i don't think i think it's pretty bleak in philly like even if doug hangs on to his job this year I feel like this could be one of those clean house situations, kind of like the Lions this year. Like next year, if they do this again, which I think inevitably they oh, will, yeah. their team is yeah, terrible. They're in salary cap hell. Like they have all these old ailing dudes that have huge contracts. I think Alshon Jeffrey will, there's no way they can keep him on the team. He'll be gone. They'll try to shed some other salary, but like they don't have, like try to name three people on the defense that ha- have a decent pedigree like they they are really struggling so i think it's the the team around carson wentz is why he's struggling i do believe he's a top 10 quarterback like nick i think we're all pretty much in agreement on that it's just uh i think philly realizes he's not the issue too but they don't know how to fix it and if it if it is going to you know, continue to not work, at a certain point, they are going to have to move off of him. And I think his value ha- is still basically what it's been. And I think they can get a shitload for him. But if they continue to, to be terrible for a couple years, I don't know if they're going to get multiple ones for him. So they might have to make a decision. Yeah. No, that's true because the longer they wait, the more his stock just, just goes out. 
So, I mean, yeah. his stock couldn't be higher right now in the fact that people never thought Carson Wentz would be available. You know, it, it was it was Carson Wentz in Philly. He's going to be the Philly quarterback for the next 10 years. That's what that's what the idea has been. Now there's mm-hmm. been some questions and some back and forth, and now some teams are going, oh, really? Carson's available, is he? And so they're sitting there, but at the same time, Philly's going to be asking for the world, but all these teams have the chip. You know what I mean? They have the fact that they go, well, Carson's been rough. I don't know. We're not going to give you two first. How about a first and a fifth? You know, bullshit like that. Yeah. But it's just how low, how low is Philly willing to go, and how long are they willing to take the gamble? If they're not going to play him, if they do believe he's still going to be the guy, then that's different. But if they want to get rid of him, how much can they gamble with it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, all, all interesting points. Um, I, I thought maybe we could spend some time talking about the playoff teams and the matchups and start talking about – Well, I know we did kind of contenders versus pretenders for like a hot second last week, but I thought maybe we could talk a little bit more about that and who the true Super Bowl contenders are because the playoff picture is starting to shape up a little bit here. You have, um, I believe, the Packers are the one seed in the NFC right now. They are. They have tiebreaker over the Saints. So that one seed's either going to be the Packers or the Saints, I would think. Then the other one's going to be two, and then you're going to have the Rams at three and the NFC East at four. Then you've got the wild card teams. I think basically there's four spots for three teams. You have the Seahawks, Bucks, Cards, and Vikings. I think those are really the only teams that have a realistic shot to make it. What In the NFC, we'll start with the NFC, then we'll go to the AFC. Who do you guys think can truly win the NFC? Because I, I remember telling you guys a couple weeks ago, I didn't think the Packers were a Super Bowl contender because the defense was just so bad. And the defense still is bad, don't get me wrong. But they have gotten a little bit better as the weeks have gone on. They put more of an emphasis on stopping the run game. They've gotten a little bit healthier. So I don't know, man. I'm starting to get talked into if the Packers have home field advantage, I don't know who can come in and beat them. Uh, the only thing that gets me is their defense, as we've talked about multiple times. Um, I hate to say this, but the most the, the team that really would scare me if I'm uh, the AFC team going to the Super Bowl is the Rams. Um, they're just they're well rounded. Goss figuring it out, and their defense is just smash mouth. I mean they're 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 finally doing what they set up to do, and it sucks because I, I I hate their guts. Um, but Sean McVay is one of the smartest coaches in the league already, and they they just they seem like they got it figured out. So that's a team that's pretty well rounded. Cam Akers starting to run pretty good for them. Seattle's good. They're just not consistent enough. They're nine and four. It seems like they should be dominant, um, but they're not. Yeah. I mean, they're just kind of sneaking by with their defense. So, I if they can figure it out and Russell can hit like another level in in the postseason, they're probably my favorites. But unfortunately, I hate to say it, I think the Rams are the most interesting team in the NFC, and the, of course the Packers. But the Rams, if I had to pick someone to make the Super Bowl right now, it'd be it'd be the Rams. Here's my issue with the I don't Rams. Think the Rams can win in Lambeau in January. That's exactly my issue. There's no with the fans. Rams. That that has made a difference, hasn't it? The temperature. Yeah, it I, I, it's it's the cold. It's the cold. It it doesn't doesn't happen often. But I'm in complete agreement with TJ on that. I think I think the Rams just right now the way that they played. Every other team has a weakness. The Packers defense Rundy atrocious. Seattle's defense minus Jamal Adams atrocious. Uh, Tampa Bay's offense inconsistent, even with a really good defense. And New Orleans. He, again, with a really good defense, offense, inconsistent. Al- Alvin Kamara has has not been been found. He is lost right now. They don't <laughs> use, use him at all. He's sitting on the sidelines like, what the fuck do I have to do 
to get and back in, we involved. We got like 20 fantasy points or like 18 fantasy points at least Dude, this past Dude, without Drew Brees, God. he's been yeah. non-existent. Uh, yeah, non-existent. I need him right now. I need him in these last we two both weeks. We do, my man. Of, we of both fantasy, do. I'm in fantasy semifinals this week, so I need a big performance. But yeah, the Rams, I mean, minus minus the cold weather there. And I, I, I think the Rams, I think the Packers defense is bad enough that they can go up there and win, win in Lambeau just because – Rodgers in playoff time will put push it to another level, and that's that's what he'll have to do to get the Packers to win the NFC if they are securing the top seed there. But the Rams right now, like I said, best coach in the NFL, in my opinion, right now is is going to be is Sean McVay, just the way that the Rams are playing and what, what he's able to do with that team. Their defense, top-notch. I mean, Aaron Donald is, is on a mission. So if Goff can just control the clock and limit turnovers – uh, the Rams have a good shot to, to come out ahead in the NFC. Don't think I still don't think anybody's beating the Chiefs out of the AFC. Some yeah, some sleepers, some sleepers that are interesting that I was that would that I'm interested as we get into the AFC talk here in a second are the the Colts and the Raiders are, are what the Sharps are on as as two sleeper teams coming out of the AFC. I so won't touch here. the Raiders, but I like the Colts. Go ahead, Nick. Tolly. Uh, so this is from 2018. I couldn't find any other stats that were more recent than that. But this is Jared Goff in two games at that point, December of 2018, in sub-30 degree temps. He was 34 of 72 passing, which is 47.2% for 381 yards, no touchdowns, five interceptions. He also, I don't know how much stock you put in this, at the combine had small hands so that growing up in la playing college in Bitch la boy. playing in the nfl in la he has not been good and cold yeah so, so, so we're it's interesting because we're split on this i will be betting against the the rams come january i mean it depends on the matchup i might take them in the wild card round or whatever but nick you you listed like the weaknesses for all the teams and i think that's the weakness of the rams their passing offense and their quarterback because when you get into january he is by far the worst one, I think, of any of the teams that are going to make the playoffs, minus maybe the team in the NFC East. Like, Kyler's better than him. Russell sure. is obviously way better than him. Breeze, Rodgers. Like, you get all these guys, and Jared Goff is, is just not good. Now, I'm but, with you. If the game is in L.A., I would I would take the Rams yeah, to beat the Packers. It's, 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 one, it's one of those situations, though, and I, I this is one thing that when, when I pick games and when I bet – I do not look at historical at all. I don't, I don't look at, at what happened last year. I don't look at, okay, in 2018 and January 3rd, what was Jared Goff? I look at today. But he can't play in the cold. He's never been today. able to. I look at to. I look at today and what this team is doing today and how they're playing. You can you can tell me what they did years ago, but those teams were had different players. They were running different plays, different systems. I'm talking today, what they do. And, yeah, Jared Goff is, is definitely their weakness. That's why I said – Clock management, but lately turnovers. he hasn't that, been. That's that, the thing, and I, it's the weather it, thing. It, you're right, but lately he has not ex- been a weakness. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Lim- as I said, limit turnovers and clock management. If he can do those two things, Rams win. If he cannot do those two things, that's again where they lose. If, if the defense is out on the field the whole game and Aaron Donald's tired, that's where they will lose. But if if Jared Goff can change some of those habits and limit the turnovers and keep the offense out there, keep drives extended. That's where the Rams have the chance to to win. Again, I don't like looking at the historicals too much. Weather that is a little bit different because because playing in cold weather in Lambeau is is definitely that's something that's hard to do when you're an LA quarterback playing indoors. Um, but overall, like historical 
just everyone loves to throw out those numbers and like, oh, the Ravens are ten and two against the spread in December. That's <laughs> fucking bullshit. You can't look at any of that. You got to look at what the match this season and then we're with McVay I mean this is a big year for golf because like honestly the Rams are set up to win I hate to say it again the Rams are set up to win they got a good running team now they got a good defense they got the best defensive tackle in the league they got Jalen Ramsey now they're set up so golf has to be the guy and if if they are now nine and four they win the next three games or whatever and they go into the playoffs and they're in line to win and they get embarrassed golf might not be the guy anymore like, that's the thing. I mean, like, literally, Sean McVay's going to be like, what the fuck else do you want? Like, we got you two great receivers. Higby's a good enough tight end. You got two running backs now. Like, what the fuck else do you need? So if Goff can't do it, this might be it anyway. So we'll find out real quick if he's good or not and if the weather makes a difference. But I don't you'd, think he's good. You'd think he'd be playing with a chip on his shoulder. You know what I mean? Yeah. TJ and me might be better on the same side for once. That I, I, fucking, I won't bet on the Rams because of personal well, it, it all reasons, depends though. on matchup. Like I, I'm, yeah, I'm not, it does. But I, I guess I just think I think that especially in the Packers case, the where the game is played is going to matter a ton. And <laughs> I think that if they do, if they're able to hold on to the one seed, I think they're going to be a really tough out because their other main threat is the Saints, which is another dome team. You get Breeze up at Lambeau in January. I kind of like the Packers' chances in that one. I mean, honestly, I think their biggest threat at Lambeau would probably be the Seahawks. Like, that's a pretty hard-nosed football team that I could see giving them a pretty hard time. But on the other side of it, like, if the game's in New Orleans, like, I kind of have a hard time seeing the Saints losing at home, too. So, uh, it'll be interesting. I think the NFC is becoming deeper than a lot of people thought. I mean, we I think we're all in agreement the AFC is probably a little better, especially at the top which has been a change from recent years. But I still think that all seven of the teams in the NFC, they're not all Super Bowl contenders, but they can all win. They can all win and upset the other one. No, for sure. And so here's the thing. I got a question for you guys. So we talked about who we think has the best chance to make it. I want to know who you guys think. Who would you like to see? Like what matchup in the Super Bowl would you want to see like the most entertaining? Who you think would be the closest, the highest scoring one? I'll go first. It's the AFC is between two teams. Chiefs and Bills. I would love to see the Bills play. I really would. That would be awesome. But, I would love to see the but Bills if you play got a, a, you're, again, if you have Pat Mahomes going against Aaron Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, like those those two matchups too would be awesome. I I don't know if I had to really pick right now, I'd say I'd love to see the Chiefs and the uh, and the the Packers probably. Yeah, that's that's who I'd want to see rematch of Super Bowl one. You get Aaron Rodgers' last chance to win a ring. You get Patty Mahomes coming up. You get the two best offenses in the NFL because I think the only argument you can make about the Packers not being the best offense in the NFL would be the Chiefs. Yeah. So, like, that'd be the two best offenses. Neither of those defenses are very good. Packers' defense is worse than the Chiefs, but the Chiefs' defense is not good. So, I think that would be really interesting. If the Bills made it, I would love to see that. I want to see them make it, though, like in a year with fans where they can truly enjoy it. And if they do make it, I want to see them play a team from the NFC, like like the Cowboys, like a rematch of that Super Bowl, or like a team that also does not make it very often. Like I think that would be better theater than like the Bills taking on I don't know the Saints or the Seahawks or something like that. I would I would uh, I would love to see New Orleans play Kansas City with with Drew Brees though. I just think. I think Patty Mahomes against the Saints defense would be electric. 
Uh, I think that I think just what Cam Jordan, Marshawn Lattimore have done there in New Orleans to get that defense right. New Orleans is just a fun team in, in the playoffs to watch. Um, and if you have the, a Drew, a healthy Drew Brees with with that offense that can click a little bit too, I think that would be fun to watch. No, nothing against Aaron Rodgers and the, and the Packers. I just think the Saints are a little bit more fun to watch than uh, than the Packers are. Maybe, maybe even Chiefs Rams too. The Rams are are a team again that we don't like to see in the Super Bowl, but. Uh, everything on as far as like Aaron Donald goes against against Patty Mahomes, that would be a a fun matchup that I would like to watch. Yeah, they played that game of the year a couple years ago, didn't they? Chiefs Rams. That was just last year. Mm -hmm. Chiefs Rams. What are you talking Uh, about? Oh, right, that regular season game that was like over a hundred and ten. Oh yeah, it was. It was was such a good game. It was such a good game. Tolly Bills. I'm guessing. I went to a Bills Packers game a couple of years ago in Buffalo, and it was amazing. There's a bunch of Canadian Packer fans that came down and stuff, wearing their cheese heads. You get you know two small, close knit cities that just love their team more than anything. Yeah, and to see them play in that big of a game would be really cool. Yeah, That'd we're definitely sweet. we're definitely getting the camper and going to Bills Mafia. Oh my especially God. next year when they're like ah, when they're like, dude, I want to go to Bills game so bad. So it is, now that they're like house some wings, dude, we can. Got some, it's like, the most fun you'll we'll ever have. We can we can sit there and tease this. Like we we were talking, all four of us and Big Web. Like we need to start doing that shit in the future. Like whether it's just start out as once a year or twice a year or whatever, we go out to like a different stadium. And do a live broadcast, tailgate, like do content, go to the game, like whenever COVID's over, hopefully by next season. You're, uh, I think, I think Big Web should buy like a camper, and we should just like road trip to these places and like do the show from the fucking camper. We have a like, family member that has one, so I mean, yeah, like if we, we go should, to Buffalo. Like, we gotta go in like November, or December, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, when it's like snow, like I want to be snowing, man. It'd be so fun to get like a tent with the snow in the background. All the bills. I'm mafia. gonna get like the uh, snowboard goggles to wear. Yep. Gotta be so. Oh, you'll fun. see half the stadium is decked out in camo. That's what everyone wears. Is all their camo you to should, the game. Get, get, get the get the hat with the ears on it and the snow goggles and just I'm just imagining Zook sitting sitting there like with the snow goggles and the hat on, just like <laughs> oh, yeah. chilling, just like absolutely sloshed on the on the morning show. Oh, I we will be. be so we'd be so fucking drunk, drunk at seven a.m. I love to see it. So so my buddy lives in L.A. and he was just in town and the uh, Super Bowls in L.A. in 2022. So if we could get on like Radio Row or something, Radio Row. It'd be so fun! Holy shit, that'd be fun. We'll be we'll be out we'll be out that way. We'll be out this way. Uh, yeah. Tali, is there like a, a drink of a drink of choice that Bill's Mafia has at their tailgates? Labatt Blue. Wow, Canadian Pilsner. Can it, Canadian. So Pilsner, my, my dad, dude, so it, well, it's like a hockey beer. It's Labatt pretty good. Blue. Yeah. I've had it. It's pretty good. Is there like a liquor that you guys drink? Not really. When we were tailgating during that Bills Packers game, there were some Packers that came over with some Honey Jack Daniels, so that bottle's getting passed around for quite a bit. But Jameson is usually a pretty big favorite. Well, in the whiskey, the Wisconsinites, they uh, they like the Spotted Cow beer. That was big yeah, when I was going to college yeah. up there. Yep, it's I very, it. it's it very good. Great. It's very good. It's just kind of filling. It's heavy. I'll it's I'll take so Yingling heavy. over that any day. I don't See, like Yingling. Really? Get out of here. See, it'd be that fun. offended me a little. Honestly, Zook, it'd be fun to have you and Tali against each other this year. Bills against the uh, Packers, like, you know, yeah, for oh, Super that would Bowl. Be, that would be awesome. Yeah, I'd be talking a lot of shit to Nick because he's been a Bills fan for one year. 
Yeah, it's true. true. I've been rooting for them much longer. He's he's just been rooting in silence. I'm a closet and I, Bills fan. Yeah, he was a closet Bills fan. Now he's like, up, oh, got the pullover on. We got the hat. We got the yeah. Jersey. Look at all all his gear. You don't know how you don't know how bad I want the Chargers to move here. I want a football team again. Like I just got like the I other day, like it all hit me at once. I'm like, I really want the yeah. Chargers to come here. I, I do like Bills Mafia though. That'd be a tough like. If you're gonna get beat in the Super Bowl, like I wouldn't oh, mind getting. Beat remember the playoffs a few years ago when he missed the kick? Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> Tyler's what's, getting PTSD. What's the worst? <laughs> what's the worst matchup that we could have? Like honestly, mm. I think if the Steelers make it, it'd be such a fucking boring Super Bowl. I don't know why, dude. They're the biggest brand in the NFL, though. I know, but I don't. I yeah, don't like care. like like Steelers, like Steelers Seahawks. Uh, you probably. guys want to talk about you guys want to talk about boring? The boringest matchup, I think. Like the, I think the Rams are actually pretty boring. Titans would be boring. Run the Titans would be boring. I think. Like Rams yeah, Titans would. Be Tampa, very, Tampa Bay would just boring. be a Tampa Bay would just be a story because in Tampa Bay. So I mean, this is like less likely, but like if the Colts or the Browns were to make it too, yeah. like oh my god. Yeah. See, see, like that's the thing. A lot of the <laughs> NFC teams, I wouldn't mind seeing in it, but even like the Bucks have the Brady thing. Washington's one not going to make uh, it. One of my one of my so Capers, Arizona's fun. One of my Capers yeah. has future fucking. Hello. Hello? What's up with your mic? Cat- you gotta get a new cord or something. <laughs> I, yeah, it's the cord. It's this cord shitty. Uh, one of my cappers has Oakland winning the AFC. Why? <laughs> As a futures pick. The, the team I, I know you said some of the Sharps were on Oakland. Like, can you explain I mean, he, that he, one he, to me? He has. He just has. He has like as a play, like Oakland. Like again, I mean, no, Oakland beat the Chiefs outright. Like they almost lost. Like, to the Jets. They almost lost to the Jets. I, yeah, I don't know what what I, I'm trying to like. That's the argument. Analyze, they beat the Chiefs Analyze once. the explanation, but like they played. <laughs> didn't they beat the Saints too? Well, wasn't that Darren Waller? Nick, wasn't that Darren Waller's coming out party? They lost I to the Chiefs right again. They lost to the Bucks. They lost to the Bills. They lost to the Patriots. They beat the Saints 34-24 week right, two. So they beat they the beat Chiefs. The, that beat the one Saints time. and the Chiefs. Like, there's some like I guess probably because the value on it is a is there's probably the value some really, is good. There's probably some really good value there on 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 Oakland and on Indianapolis because the Chiefs are just going to be the odds-on favorite. Pittsburgh's been going to be up there. Bills are creeping up that that list a little bit for the AFC. Hey, so Nick. I think it's just probably a value thing. What? Well, they well, lost forty-three to six to the Falcons. Picks. Forty-three to six to the Falcons. Yeah, dude, that that, that was the game when I asked my shirt. I was like, I I, I brought sure? that up. I was like, I was like, they just got their fucking ass yeah. kicked by Atlanta, and they nearly lost to the Jets. Yep. Like, yeah, so yeah. if you want to talk about Jekyll and Hyde teams, you beat the yeah. Saints and the Chiefs, and you nearly lose to the Jets, and you get ass ass beat by the Falcons. Yeah, That's why they here's the problem with those value bets. Week. You can get like mm. so out of control with that. Like I I've fallen victim to it. It's like. Oh, this is like plus eight hundred odds. So like, you know I why mean, it's plus eight hundred odds? Because it's not gonna fucking happen. I mean, like, fuck, dude. Like, one of, like close my, your eyes. Are the, are the are the Raiders gonna win the Super Bowl? No, they're not. One of my guys got uh when Joey Burrow went down to LSU without like Joey Burrow ever doing anything, put money down on the LSU to win the national championship, and fuck, he went one easy on it and made like 300 grand yeah that's, but, a, that's a little different but though joe burrow right? didn't lose to the jets almost and on a last minute hell mary like save like just saying i'm saying like there's some crapshoot bets that these sharps will make because the value is really good and then like god forbid it actually when happens. the blues won the yeah. Stanley cup 400 to one there you yeah, go yeah exactly yeah i mean True. if i had put in the, if i had put in the 20 dollars down when i was in vegas i would have made like 
couple grand off a twenty dollar bet off the Blues winning you know, that. Yep. Best sport to probably do that in is baseball. You get some yeah. randoms in baseball. Oh, like like the Marlins, like Royals won. If, if you bet over like the over under on the Marlins win total for the season, like fuck, yeah. dude, you would have made. I will be taking. Dollar. I'll be placing my first ever MLB futures this winter. What were the Nationals when they won? Anybody know? That was really good value too. No, yeah, dude, because weren't they weren't they wild card? Didn't they literally need a Trent Grisham error to make it to the DS? Well, I'm saying like mid like preseason Harper leaves. I'm sure their odds like shot the. Oh. Six, yeah. 60, 65, 71 at least. This is before Juan Soto happened, right? Yeah, it's before Soto yeah, was like big. Because I, I brought, I picked up Juan Soto in fantasy that year, not knowing who the fuck he was. Yeah, I remember they replaced uh, Harper basically with Adam Eaton. The Sox just hey retreaded. Harper. Harper did what he said. They want to bring a title back to DC. He just said it after he was in a Philly yeah. uniform. They did bring a title back to DC. He there sure did. Go. He had nothing to do with it, but he sure did. I saw that meme like 15 billion times. I know. I know. They said that like every every day so for like two weeks. Do you, do you guys want your trivia question for the week? Oh, I do. Yeah. I, would love I was just getting ready to wrap it up. So wait, thank you. Wait. For this one I, wait. We got okay, our baseball now I want talking. It. All right. Now I want the trivia question. <laughs> I think this one's a little bit easier here. So what team yeah. does Anything has Patrick Mahomes week. have two regular season losses against? Two regulars, wait, this year or like overall? Yeah, in what do you t- like in a single season? He has to have had two regular season losses against them, or just I think this is all in. I think this is in his whole career. I'm gonna go with the fucking Raiders. Yeah, I'll say the Raiders. I'll say the Raiders. I'm not gonna say the Raiders. I'm gonna say the. I'm gonna say the. I'm gonna say the Broncos. Yeah, I'll say the Raiders. I'll say the Raiders. I'm right, Raiders. Trick question: None. Oh fuck! That's you, lame. You better have a second one. Wow, He's really never asshole. lost to a I, team twice. I do have another one. He Pat Mahomes does not have two regular season losses against any team. I'll say wow. I would. Uh, the hmm. only thing I that is your, your bet your best odds were guessing divisional opponents though. There, so yeah. he he hasn't lost to the Patriots twice. Oh, well, it's regular. It's a regular season. season. Not in the regular season. Yeah, Zuck, listen to the question, dude. Yeah, la- last one, like, Freaking I don't think... Moron. Open up your NFL ears and like shut your damn trap. Would have gotten... <laughs> you could have you asked just half the question last week, quarterback or coach, and I don't think we still would have gotten it. No, that was impossible. I already forgot. Wait, was it Hel- Kelly Holcomb? Is that what yeah. the answer to that one? Yeah. Kelly Holcomb. Good Lord. And Butch Davis. Ask us a Bills Butch. question. Did you know uh, Sean McDermott and uh, Mike Tomlin I, play college ball together? I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that until I saw that on the uh, yeah. I do have a Bills trivia question, that, but All I was right. going to save it for next week. No, do it uh, now. No, do it now. Look nah, up another one. All right. Yeah, you, you can find a million trivia questions, Tally. So, Stefan Diggs reached 100 receptions this week with the Bills in just 13 games. Who did he tie for the fastest in NFL history to do that? Fastest in yeah. NFL history. Fastest to 100 yards or 100 receptions in a season. 100 receptions. I'm going to go Jerry Rice. Yep. So uh, 100 receptions in 13 games with their new team. Is it Michael? Oh, with oh, a new, new team. team. It has new, to be a new, new team. team. Oh, new I'm going to go ahead and team. say Randy Moss, Pat, Patriots, 08. I'm going to say T.O. I'll stick with Jerry Rice. Neither of us are, none of us are right. I can already no. tell. <laughs> Brandon Marshall in 2012 oh, with the yeah. Bears. Yeah, Bears. Oh, Bears. Sure. The Bears? Because he had, he had wow. like a random 15 reception game. Remember that? Did Jerry Rice record? even play for two teams, or did he only ever play for the Niners? I think he just played for the Niners, right? Or did he play for the, uh, Oakland at one point? That's I thought he played question. for Oakland. That's what yeah. I was. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, but it was really late in his career. 
Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, Do you want to pick not alive then? The third. Oh yeah, we need to pick Thursday and Saturday. Yeah, let's pick Thursday. Oh, and we're gonna pick Saturday too. Yeah. Yeah, might okay. as well. We got Big Web sent me his picks too, so we should be good. Yeah. He Alrighty. So for Thursday Oakland. night game. Yes. So the. Go ahead, Tali. So it's Chargers Raiders. Raiders are minus three and a half. Should I do the picks music? I feel I feel spicy today. I'm gonna do a midweek picks yeah. music. Oh, yeah, do it. If it just feels wrong. We got three games, man. Should we not without, do it? Don't yeah. do it. No, do oh, it. No, it feels wrong without, without it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, do it. That. Do it. Do it. This feels do good it, on it, a it, fucking it, Tuesday, boys. I love it. Yeah. Really get really get you over the over the hump of the week. All right. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna say Chargers in Vegas. Um, minus three and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and minus. take uh, the Chargers in this one getting three and a half i think they still got a good offense they've been sputtering lately but vegas has sucked lately i can't believe it's three and a half give me the chargers i can't bet on anthony lynn and his clock management anymore uh i gotta take the raiders i don't i don't like this game at all i got the hook in there i'm not a fan but they, the raiders gotta win this game now like if they want a shot at making the playoffs this is a must win so i don't think they're gonna mess around i think they'll pound josh jacobs and at the end of the day chargers gonna chargers so i'll take the raiders I'm going to roll with the uh, the Chargers in this one. And the points, um, they need to win. They need to win something. They need. They got to win something. I think uh, Justin Herbert's better quarterback in this uh, in this matchup. So give me the Chargers. We are split. Big Web is going to go one ahead thing. and take the Raiders. Yeah, Henry Ruggs out with COVID. Yes, that's what I was going to say. He's I'll out. New D coordinator in Oakland. Too busy go. throwing it to Nelson freaking Aguilar. That's facts. So our we can first catch on like Aguilar. Saturday game. Good for Darren Waller. Our first Saturday game is Buffalo at Denver. Denver's plus six and a half. Denver plus six and a half against Buffalo. What do you think, Zook? That's not enough for Denver. Not enough for Denver and Drew Locke, especially against the Buffalo defense is rounding into four. That was one of the bigger disappointments, actually, Tali. Their defense wasn't that good the first, like, eight games of the year. But they've gotten a lot they, better. And they played the Steelers really well. What would you say? Their problem was that Matt Milano and Trey Edmonds, their two stud linebackers, were out for a while. Trey White missed a couple games, their number one corner. That really hurt. Yeah, so, so they're rounding into form. Like, Trey White, Micah High, Jordan Poyer, they have really, really, really good secondary. Milano was, like, just a nothing, like, two-down linebacker a couple years ago, and now he's blossomed into a nice player alongside Edmonds, who gives him that sideline-to-sideline -side aspect. They got some pretty good pass rushers, too. I like A.J. Epinesa in the rotation. I thought that was a great pick uh, in the draft last spring. Uh, and Denver just turns the ball over too much, man. I, I don't. I'm out on the Broncos. I know they cover a lot of spreads, but every time I pick them to cover a spread, they freaking don't. So I'm gonna go ahead and take Buffalo. Nick, what do you think? Yeah, I think uh, this seems like a good spot for Buffalo. Drew Lock did have four touchdowns this past week, and so some, probably why this spread is, is under seven. If if Drew Lock had one of his prototypical two interception performances, you'd see this spread being a little bit higher but less than a touchdown seems like a great spot for buffalo kind of betting the number here less than the uh the less than i am betting the actual team but buffalo getting a little bit healthier and uh and i've underestimated i've underestimated buffalo all year long so if you're looking for if you're looking for a futures bet you probably get some good value on buffalo trending upwards right now 
now after their victory over the Steelers to win the AFC. But uh, might be might be might be okay to throw a light sprinkle on Buffalo to win the AFC. Uh, this one is closer than I thought. You know, with with my thought process, because honestly, six and a half was confusing. I think seven and a half would be the perfect number. Um, you know, as much as the Broncos have. They're just not really important. They're five and eight right now. But you talk about the thirty-one to three loss they had in week twelve was when they had no quarterback. So since then, they lost. They beat the Panthers by five. They lost to the Chiefs by just six. They they uh, beat the Dolphins by seven. So they're playing pretty good football. They're doing all right. Um, and it's at home. They've been playing better at home as well. And again, the last home game they had was against the Saints without a quarterback. Um, but it's the first time home in a few weeks, so I think they're going to be pumped up in six and a half. I think it's going to be enough. So give me the Broncos in uh, in this one. And then I think Big Web is taking Buffalo. So it doesn't really matter. We're not putting these on the panel picks, but uh, I'm on an island. Just yeah, for, that, just was, for I, that was what I was going to ask. Do we want to uh, go like Super Week 15 and do like nine panel picks? Nah. Uh, I don't know. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't ready for that. I don't know. It doesn't feel right to cheat on our Sunday show. Yeah, I don't think it's right. We'll just do the Sundays. All right. All right. So we got the one more, Tali. What is it? Packers. It is Carolina at Green Bay. Green Bay is minus eight and a half. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, I was a little frustrated when uh, the Lions backdoor covered that game. Uh, I think the difference, though, here, it's the exact same spread, I believe. I think it was eight and a half against Detroit. It's eight and a half here against the Panthers. I think the difference is the venue. They were on the road last week. They're going to be at home this week. Now, what gives me cause to pause is they played a really close game against the Panthers at Lambeau last year when Kyle Allen was the QB. I don't know if you guys remember that. It was like it was snowing. It was like a 3:30 start. It was uh, not good conditions, and the Panthers hung in there and took them down to the wire. But uh, I- I'm going to bet on the Packers to cover here. I just feel like I got to stay the course. I'll take the Packers minus uh, eight and a half. Um, I just think they're the better football team. And Teddy Bridgewater and the Panthers, they're struggling. They do not look very good. Lost to Denver outright at home. What do you think, Nick? Yeah, this one's I'm, I'm still kind of going back and forth on, and I, and I might actually change my pick on CBS later in the week, but I'm going to go with the Panthers, the plus eight and a half. Uh, it's, to me, the Packers are just, yes, they, they cover some of these spreads, and then we got the backdoor cover last week that that hurt us a little bit packers were probably still the 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 correct bet last week um but i think the panthers are a little bit better football team than the lions are and and so i'll take the panthers and the points might change this one though depending on uh how i feel on friday or saturday yeah i'm gonna go ahead and uh i'm next gonna take the panthers too i was i was with the packers for a minute but, you know, they always seem with that defense, eight and a half is a lot of points. It, they scare me. They're going to score points. But Teddy always decides to figure it out against bad defenses. He finds a way to move the ball. Davis is kind of filled in nice for McCaffrey, who's supposed to be back. They said possibly week 16, which at this point, what the hell are you doing? Just let the guy sit the rest of the year. Um, but I digress. I, I'm going to go ahead and take the uh, Panthers in this one plus eight and a half. And uh, I believe Zook's on an island because Big Web's also taken the uh, Carolina wow. Panthers. So. That's shocking. On an island with the Packers, yeah. I mean, because they already clinched the division. I know they're still going yeah, for number that, one that's seed, a, like, but they it's just have there's something they wrong there. They need that one seed. If they're going to do anything in the playoffs, they need the one seed. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, there's the picks. They're going to get rolled if they have to travel. Feels weird only doing three games for the picks. It's weird. <laughs> Let's pick a couple college games. Hey, what else just we got? Just say, why not? Let's keep this thing rolling.
I got Louisville at Boston College. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I have I can't tell you how much how little college football I've watched this year, unfortunately. I haven't watched very much of it either outside of work. Yeah. Can't get into it. I can't. I don't know why it is. I've I mean, it, it used to be because I've worked in I work in college athletics, but with the with COVID, I've had a lot of Saturdays it has off. It's not been a real football it just, season. It hasn't felt real and I just I don't know why I can't buy in. But I watched the, the final the championship games, but I just can't watch regular season college football. I don't know. Not Maybe because I don't have a rooting interest. Like Nick's got Mizzou, like Zook's got Mizzou. Yeah. Like I don't have I don't have a team. So I'm just kinda like chilling. Yeah. We gotta get you some allegiance. Yeah. No, I'm fine. I'm 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 cool. I just need the Chargers back. I need the Chargers to to come home to St. Louis. And I'll be well rounded. Bring the Chargers home. I got Man, my Cardinals. I got my Blues. Dream. I just need Bring I need my Chargers, Chargers to come home. home. If I get an NFL team again, I'm I'm set. I don't need anything else. Maybe right. Jacksonville. I don't care anybody. But that Charger blue and yellow, I feel like I'd look pretty good in it. I don't know. It would be nice. I'd be stoked. Because like the thing is, I'm kind of hanging on the Lions fandom by a thread. Like I'll still sit there as long as. St. Louis doesn't have a team, but now they're, Stafford's going to leave. They're going to rebuild, so it's now it's really going to not be fun. Yeah, so. TJ, maybe you could uh, be a mercenary fan and pick pick somebody else next year. Yeah, you I could, might uh, I might have to do that. I I might have to adopt. You know, maybe I should adopt the team that that is being most rumored to come to St. Louis, and then like I could. Yeah, you could just become a Chargers fan. Yeah, just be a Chargers fan, and then if it happens to work out, then there we go. So. What if you're a Chargers fan and then, like, in five or ten years, like, the Jags come or they expand and they do a whole new direction? See, that's the thing. I don't want to, like, I don't want to dive into another fan base because I don't want to, like, but I also don't want to get my hopes up that St. Louis will get another team because the NFL hates us and they're all pieces of shit. So, I I don't really know. But, I, you know, I want another team. I'm, I'm, I love the NFL, the, the product, fuck the executives, but I'd like to root for another team again. But not be a bandwagon like Tali. Yeah, you don't <laughs> want to be a bandwagon like Tolly. That's fine. There's plenty of room on the oh, wagon on for the you buff, to jump on. No one circles the wagons line. like the Buffalo Bills. We hear it every fucking week. Look at Tolly. Yes, yes. Tolly's been a fan for a cup of coffee, and uh, now he knows all the sayings. Been a fan for four weeks. Yeah. Well, that'll do it for our show. Uh, thank you to our amazing sponsors, Kay Roberts, Remax Gold. Sarah Barron, Family Finance Mortgage. I'm reading it as it comes across. We're presented by Book It Sports. Ace also wild, brought to Columbia you by Illinois. our Aces Wild Lock of the Week. And that'll do it for Ace our show. We'll see you guys on Sunday. For TJ, for Tolly, somewhere in the greater St. Louis area. For Nick out in Reno, this has been From the 50.